0: Welcome to Shots Fired. I'm Brad freaking Nolan and tonight with me I have the one and only Nick Bell and the legend himself Travis King. We are live in fancy gap Virginia to bring you our week three picks. But first Nick update us on the standings.
1: Well I'm a very happy man. I got a three game lead on Brad and Travis. Brad and Travis holding the bottom down. Uh, Travis and Brad are both 21 and 11 and I am in first at 24 and 8 so I'm not disappointed the lead should be bigger the Falcons blew me a big lead I should have been four games up but it is what it is Um, but Brad Travis what do y'all think
0: well week two was rough Uh, for injuries you had Barkley go down for the year. You had CMC, he's out for probably about a month with a high ankle sprain. The 49ers just have a list of injuries they have to deal with. Uh Nick Bosa's is out for the year. Um uh, Raheem Mostert got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Um there other defensive ends, Solomon Thomas, I believe is his name, he's out for the year. Um there are just so many injuries. And it was rough to see. I hope this doesn't continue to be a trend throughout the year. Could be due to no preseason or could just be an unlucky day, but I hope it doesn't continue to happen. Um, we thought the only health concern we'd be worried about this year was the coronavirus, but it looks like it's not. So uh, hopefully next week will be
2: better in, in the future. Yep, yeah, Brad pretty much hit it on the head with a nail. The injuries really were the definition of week two um and some big games you seen justin herbert make his debut for the chargers nearly upset the chiefs that was a heck of a game falcons and cowboys was a wild game and just a week filled with injuries it seemed like pretty
1: much that's barely about all i have to say well i'm gonna start out with uh talking about the falcons and cowboys cannot believe Uh, The Cowboys lost the turnover differential by three. The Cowboys went for two fake punts and didn't get either one of them. So basically, you're five possessions ahead right there. Atlanta allowed one sack. Atlanta turned the ball over zero times. And Atlanta didn't recover their onside kick. So how do you score 39 points? Basically, have five extra possessions, and you're getting one sack. Um, well, is it just something about Atlanta choking, or?
0: I think they have a curse. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That, that was just frustrating. They had that one. And then I'm going to move on to the Seahawks and Patriots. Wow. Three games in a row, the game ends on the one-yard line. Mm. The Super Bowl, you had Wilson throw his interception. Then they met again on Sunday Night Football 2016, the week before the election. And uh, it came down to the one yard line. Gronkowski was on, and Chancellor was covering him. And it was an incomplete pass from Brady. And then this year, Seattle couldn't stop Newton the whole game. And Newton. T- runs it on the one and is stopped for a yard loss. So uh, crazy how things play out, isn't it? Incredible how
0: good Cam Newton looks this year.
2: Absolutely, yes. Three
0: hundred ninety-seven passing yards, third highest total in his career. I believe his first two highest totals came first in his first, every, yeah, first, yeah, first two starts. Cam looks good. He does.
1: Belichick.
0: Like, and I seen a post I had shared on Facebook yesterday and i forgot to reshare it was from 2016 and what i typed out i said it really doesn't matter who the quarterback is in a bill belichick on a bill belichick team and i thought about this never been more true than it is this year because cam looks like a mvp
2: yeah
0: um so yeah i'm really impressed by the way he looks uh he looks like a whole different player but
2: all right you got anything else to say about last week? Just crazy what Cam did Sunday night. That was a crazy game. Just unreal. Just those two teams just always seem to have good games against each other. Mm-hmm. Just Cam just accurate all night throwing the ball. And just Cam's not always been that way throughout his career. He's not always been accurate, but Sunday night he sure was. Just pinpoint passes. It was just unreal. And he really doesn't
0: have that many weapons. I mean, he's got Edelman, but, you know, he's just a slot guy. He doesn't really have any outside receivers. Yeah. And not much of a run game either, and he looked
1: amazing, so. Well, we're going to start with these picks, and uh, we start with a big showdown Thursday night football. The Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um. Brad, what you got?
0: Well, we got the Battle of Florida here. Jacksonville, I'm sure there'll be some fans there because they're one of the few teams that are allowing fans. So it's gonna be a rowdy, raucous environment. <laughs> um at TIAA Bank Bankfield. I'm gonna go with the Jaguars to win in a somewhat of a shootout. I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair. Um I think there's gonna be yeah, a lot of a lot of passing yards. I think Minshew and Fitzpatrick have both both have big games. I'm going to go with the
2: Jags to win 27 to 24. Yep, I think this has a high score and a fair written all over it. I think this is a pretty, they may disagree, but I think pretty underrated game for a Thursday night kicking off week three of the NFL. Warner Minshew, folks, he is a stud. He's playing like one so far. He's uh, quite the player.
0: You like him because his mustache, don't you? You're rocking that stash too. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of look like Gardner Minshew, boy. You think so? Yeah, I think yeah. about
2: that once in a while. I Just don't say anything. Yeah, well, that's funny. I'm gonna try to not get off track here, but I was telling somebody that work as far as I've let my mustache grow out. Mm. Minshew mania, boy, it's a real thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, Minshew. I think is uh, potentially the real deal, folks. It's crazy how we all thought Jacksonville was just going to tank and come out. Now, I know the Colts are new identity and everything. Come out, beat them week one. Hunt right there with Tennessee in week two. Took Ryan Tannehill throwing four touchdowns and a game-winning kick from Gostowski with a minute and a half to go just for the Titans to beat the Jags. Now, the Dolphins didn't watch too much of that game against the Bills. They seemed to compete, though. The score was close from what I remember in that game. Yeah, I think it was 31-28. to 28. So yeah, they were right there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jags in this one at Jacksonville. Not sure how much the home field's really gonna play into it, anyhow. But I just think the Jags are a better team. I trust this point man shoe over Fitzmagic. Although Fitzmagic, if he now if that man gets it going, he can get it going in a hurry too, though. But anyhow, yeah, I just think the Jaguars are gonna get the W high scoring affair. I'm gonna go 37-27.
0: We got the beard versus the mustache. Something's gotta give.
1: I'm taking Jacksonville. Uh I do think it's gonna be a close game. Um but Jacksonville's proved to me um their first two weeks that they're trying to win and they're they look like they're giving effort while Miami gave a poor effort against New England and a little bit better of an effort against Buffalo. But give me Jacksonville just by going by the first two weeks. Um, So we're moving on to 1 o'clock. The Raiders versus the Patriots and what I think could be a sneaky good matchup. Brad? Um, I'm pretty convinced New
0: England's going to take this game. I think the Raiders' uh, little hot streak will come to an end. I think New England will figure them out. And I think they'll win pretty convincingly. I'm going to go – Two-score game, we'll say 34-24. to I think Cam has another big day. Um, Patriots' defense doesn't look as sharp as it did last year. But then again, it could be to all the players that opted out. But I think they'll get that turned around this week. And uh, I think they'll have
2: a good day. Yep, I'm going to take the Patriots and Foxborough as well. Give the Raiders credit. They beat a good Saints team Monday night. I know they were without Michael Thomas, but. Still give the Raiders credit, but now they're going to be back on the road here in Foxborough. not to mention now New England. You try not to get ahead of here. Week four, they go to Kansas City, New England. So that could somewhat be a bit of a trap game after Seattle, the way that game played out. And then you get the Raiders at home, it could be easy to overlook the Raiders, although they are, they are 2-0. and do you, do you think, though, that of
0: all teams in the NFL, New England's the only team that probably doesn't overlook anyone? Yeah, that's true. Bill Belichick leading yeah. that team. I don't yeah. think, I don't think he's looking ahead.
2: He's on to Cincinnati, as he would say. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I'm just really happy for Cam right now with the way he's playing and just just crazy seeing him as a Patriot and doing so well. Although it's only two games in, but has the potential to possibly already get a contract extension going forward. Possibly be a Patriot one forward for say the next five or six years. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. I think it's going to be a little, somewhat of
1: a close game. I'm going to go 24-16. I'm taking the Patriots as well. <clears throat> 1 o'clock, East Coast game. Raiders coming off a short week, Monday night. Uh, 2-0. I think it's very fluky. Uh, but give me the Patriots. Uh, I believe there is uh, 11 2-0 teams left in the NFL. But that leads me to my next game, uh, the Chicago Bears versus the Atlanta Falcons. I think part of the reason the Bears are 2-0 and is the way their schedule played out and the reason the Falcons are 0-2, the way their schedule played out. I mean, two totally different strengths of schedules to start the season for both them teams. But uh, I'm going to take Atlanta in this one, Matt Ryan. <laughs> Trubisky taking Ryan all day. Uh, Bears, yeah, I just don't trust Trubisky. I think he's bottom two quarterback in the NFL.
0: Yeah, you say that about the Bears. You know, they're 2-0, Falcons are 0-2. But I think the Falcons are the better team between the two. Yeah. I think there's many – a couple 0-2 teams better than 2-0 Bears, honestly. So, uh, I'm going with the Falcons to win this game. Uh, their offense is just way too explosive. Um, they could easily be 2-0 themselves. Um, should have won last week, of course, but that is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Falcons to win.
2: I want to say it's 31 to 17. Yep, yeah, I think the Falcons, we want to finally get that first W of the season this week, too. Now, I do think this is going to be the best defense they've had to go up against all year, but I still think Chicago offensively, although Atlanta's very piss poor defensively, Still not going to be able to do enough to out Falcons offense. I will say, I think the seat's getting hotter and hotter for Dan Quinn, him being such a defensive-minded coach in Atlanta giving up all these points. And if some crazy reason, Chicago goes to Atlanta and wins and Atlanta's 0-3, I honestly think Dan Quinn could be relieved of his duties next week. I really think it's a very real possibility. Um... Stephen A. Smith said he wasn't for sure why they went him back on the plane after leaving Dallas. After the debacle, but I like I said, I don't know why Atlanta stood there and watched the onside kick for it like they did. Cause the the recovering team's allowed to touch that ball even after one yard. It's the team that kicks it that can't touch it for ten yards. So I just don't understand that. Legitly, if you look at the replays, you've seen two players sitting there just watching it. I just just like they fell asleep, I don't know. It's crazy. I knew when Dallas had it recovered, I knew Dallas had it in the bag. And Kick kicker missed field goal, that is. But anyhow, try not to get off track here. I, I'm going to take the Falcons over the Bears. want to say they win. I'm going go to go 30-13.
1: All right, uh, I think this game is the probably going to be the most interesting one we've discussed so far, uh, the Los Angeles Rams versus the Buffalo Bills. Travis, I'll go ahead and let you start on this one.
2: Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty good game, folks. Rams offense, if you look at their numbers, have been really good so far in the first two games. Colin Coward was really bragging about them on a Monday show I watched. But uh, I think the Bills are a better team this game is in Buffalo. And uh, back-to-back East Coast games for the Rams. I'm going to assume they stayed on the East Coast this week somewhere or another. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Jared Goffs, he might be proving me wrong, folks. He might be better than what I've given credit for. But I'm going to take the Bills and Josh Allen. Josh Allen. They may disagree, I think, it's an MVP candidate, Candidate only two games in. Very, very early, obviously. Very, very early. But, uh, and Stefan Diggs, 16 catches in his first two games is a bill, too, by the way. A lot of people, I don't think, realize that, neither. But, uh, yeah, I think this has the makings of possibly becoming a track meet, potentially. And I'm going to take the home team here, the Bills. I'm going to say they win... I'm going to
0: go 31-23. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Um, could possibly be a shootout. That's kind of surprising given the Bills. They were supposed to have a really good defense this year. but Last week they didn't show that against the Dolphins. But I think they'll win this game. Uh, I'm going to say they win it 26-24. to And I got to tell you, this has been on my mind heavy. When we started doing this podcast back in 2018 – The very first podcast, me and Nick Bell, we did our uh, predictions for that season. It was Josh Allen's rookie year, and it was also Sam Darnold's rookie year. And I said that uh, my guy I thought was going to be better was Sam Darnold, and Nick said Josh Allen. And thus far, Nick Bell has been absolutely right. Josh Allen has been a stud. So I just wanted to point that out because I remember that. I think Sam Darnold still has a chance to be good. He's just in a very bad spot, but... Josh Allen's definitely good right now.
1: Yeah, I actually now I remember discussing that. Uh, Yeah, I think Darnold's in a bad system, though. Uh, Gase, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's him or what. But they do got tons of injuries. And, uh, man, Allen, I don't know. There's just something about it. When I saw him play, I was like, this guy is going to be special. And I, I think he is going to. But um, with all the rookie quarterbacks in the NFL right now, it's a little off subject. But I think Justin Herbert is going to be a stud. I liked him ever since he left Oregon. More so than Joe Burrow. I think they're both. We get that's not you can't compare Herbert and Burrow like we compare Donald and Allen. That's not what I am saying. We were saying one was going to be good, another one was going to be like you didn't like Allen, I didn't like Donald. Mm-hmm. I like Burrow and Herbert.
2: Yeah.
1: But um so who who's some of the other rookie quarterbacks? Tua. Tua, yeah. Uh I think okay. Tua's gonna be a bust. You think
0: so? Yeah. Uh I think he's gonna be somewhat similar to Kyler Murray, actually. I just don't know if he'll stay healthy. But
1: Yeah, but I, I really like Herbert. Um, but getting back on track here, Rams Bills, gimme Allen, my boy. Um uh, mm-hmm. At home, one o'clock. Rams playing, played at Philadelphia, and now they're playing at Buffalo. So they've been they haven't got to sleep in their own bed for about ten days or so. <laughs> um, but yeah, give me uh, Buffalo in this one, which will help my Seahawks. Seahawks out in the NFC West. All right, Washington Redskins versus the Cleveland Browns. Washington
0: football team, sir.
1: Oh, that's on me. <laughs> uh. This might be – I don't, this matchup here, this game might be terrible. Like ter- like five turnovers each team. Mm. Okay. In the Browns' case, no. I think the Browns are going to win. But I don't know. I just see – I don't know. There's just something about it. It's just first look at this game, I'm like, oh, God, there's going to be something stupid that happens in this. <laughs> Next week we'll be talking about it. But, uh, Brad, what
0: you got? I'm taking the Browns. I think they'll win very easily. They look good on Thursday night, and everybody thought Washington's defense was something special after the Eagles game, and it's obviously not. It's just the Eagles are that bad. Um, so the Browns are going to win significantly
2: 35-16. to 16. Yep, this is my lock of the week, folks, taking the Browns. If the Browns show up and play like they're capable of playing, they are absolutely going to blow Washington out of the water. It's not even going to be a contest. But sometimes with Cleveland, you don't know what Cleveland team you're going to get. But I like what I seen last Thursday night, especially offensively. Defensively, I think they can shore up some things a little bit. But offensively, they got they got some firepower, for sure, no doubt. I'm going to go... Going out on a limb and thinking Cleveland's going to show up and play like they should, not overlook these guys. I'm going to say Cleveland wins. Y'all may laugh. 42 to 10.
1: (laughs) Wow. Very interesting. All right. Tennessee Titans versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Travis, go ahead and start us off on this.
2: Well, I think this may surprise y'all. Taking the purple people eaters in the Twin Cities on Sunday afternoon. So, Titans are 2 0, Vikings are 0 2. I think Minnesota really desperately, desperately needs to swim to avoid 0 3. More so than Tennessee does to get 3 0. And I know there's no fans it's at Minnesota, so, but still. I think some way, somehow, Minnesota finds a way to do it. And. God forbid if Kirk Cousins has a bad game two weeks in a row, I wonder what's going to be happening up there in the Twin Cities. Because I know he sure didn't play worth the piss this past week. So, and that really surprised me because I really thought they would beat the Colts. I ain't going to say I thought that was a lot, but I really felt pretty strong about it. Especially after the Colts laying the goose egg against Jacksonville week one. You know, and them trying to find their identity and they lost Marlon Mack like they did. And then the Vikings just did not show up at all. Kirk Cousins, I think, only had 113 passing yards and three interceptions. What the heck? <laughs> and this man's getting paid so much money. I just don't understand. I just, I don't understand. But uh, I think somehow, some way, they find a way to put it together. And I think this is going to potentially turn into a shootout, possibly think Minnesota sweeps out a very close one-point win over the visiting Tennessee Titans, 31-30. to 30.
0: Like I said earlier, I thought there were a couple of 0-2 teams. I thought those better than the Bears. I think the Vikings are better than the Bears still yet. But, yeah, I'm taking the Vikings to win this game too. Um, I do think it will be a close game down to the wire. Um, and I think they squeak it out.
1: 27 to 23. Well, boys, we got our first disagreement on the evening. I'm picking Tennessee. I don't like what I've seen out of Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Mike Zimber seems to have no confidence in Cousins. 11 for 26, 113 yards, three INTs. So, I believe Cousins has had 25 completions within his first Two weeks. So
0: Well, they are a run-oriented
1: team too, though. You gotta think of that. Well, they weren't running it too good against the Colts. No. Um. And it's not good when your QB's throwing three INTs. Yeah. But uh, give me uh Tennessee. Give me Tannehill. Um I think it's gonna be a close game. I thought about picking Minnesota, but in the end, I am deciding to choose Tennessee to win. And I'm going to say this will be a field goal game, 27-24 Tennessee. San Francisco injured 49ers playing the New York Giants, which lost Saquon Barkley. Um, Brad?
0: I think this is one of the tougher games to pick this week because um, the Niners are so banged up and the Giants haven't played well this year. Thus far, um, but I still think the Niners find a way to win. I think they're still a little bit more talented. Uh, they still got some pieces on that defense. And is George Kittle coming back this week?
1: Questionable.
0: I think he'll probably play. And their run game still going to be pretty efficient, given the injuries to Mostert and Coleman. I still think they'll be able to run the ball. So I'm going to take the Niners in a close game. Say they win this one, 23 to 17.
2: And I am actually going to go with the big blue New York football Giants in this game just because the 49ers are so banged up, and I don't think Garoppolo is going to play no Mostert. I mean, I know other guys can step up possibly, but saying it's going to be too much to overcome. I mean, obviously, I know Barkley's out. That's a huge loss for the Giants. I think they signed Devontae Freeman. Obviously, he's going to say Quan Barkley right now, that's for sure, but still helps a little bit. I still think the Giants have some pretty skilled wide receivers that Daniel Jones can throw the ball to. And Joey Bosa, you know, that's a loss too on the defense defensive end, too. So And then the 49ers were really complaining about the turf at Metlife Stadium last week, and here they gotta play on it again this week, too. So I think that's another factor to you know, it's gonna factor into it. So uh yeah, I'm taking the Giants. Although, I could see the 49ers winning, but I I do think the Giants will squeak it out just for the fact the 49ers are so banged up. I'm going to say it's a very ugly game. I think turnovers filled both ways potentially. Uh, Giants 20, 49ers 17.
1: Uh, Give me the 49ers. Shanahan, great coach. Uh, I don't think the Giants has got enough. Even with Niners backups, I believe... They still should take care of the Giants. Uh, but I hope uh, – Travis, I hope you're right. It really help us out in the NFC West so we can uh, just get the Niners out of the equation and just be between us, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Um, but I'm taking the 49ers. Bengals, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Two 0-2 oh, teams. Somebody's getting their first win on the season. Uh, Brad, I'll let you start with your Eagles. <laughs>
0: I've been thinking about this game hard because it was—it's a tough decision. But um, I think the Eagles absolutely have to win this game. If not, heads are going to roll. Uh, you might see Jalen Hurts come in in Week Four if he doesn't play good this week. And well, it wasn't his fault last week they lost. It was the defense it was horrible. But Wentz actually played decent. But something's not right in Philly. Um, Something's got to change and they got to get motivated and win this game. Uh, Joe Burrow played excellent Thursday night. He worries me going up against our defense. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I think the Eagles get it done. I'm hoping. And uh, get this season turned around. So I'm going to go Eagles 26, Bengals 23.
2: Man, I feel like I about might as well flip the coin on this game at go about either way, I believe. But uh I'm going to take the Eagles. But, man, would I not be one bit surprised if Cincinnati won? Because Joe Burrow, he's on his way to being a great quarterback in this league for a long time to come. He's got the drive to win. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. And even if Philly does lose, I don't think the sky's going to be necessarily falling as bad as some people think because the division's so bad. Dallas isn't going anywhere, that's for sure. Especially not this week with her. They're playing. We'll get to that here in a bit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen in this game, really. Like I said, I just about feel like I might as well about flip a coin. And, Nick, you said something. I don't think you caught yourself when you said this. It entered my mind when you said it. You said somebody's getting their first one. What if they tie? (laughs) God, God, I hope not. It's a possibility. (laughs) I hate ties. I just assume losing tie. I'm not sure what to make of this game, really. Honestly, that's crazy. But uh, (laughs) I'm going to take the Eagles. Just going out on a limb here. 24-23, Jake Elliott field goal is time at spares.
1: (laughs) Well, we're all getting the brooms out for the Eagles. I'm taking Philadelphia as well. Hey,
2: uh, we uh, yeah. I'm going to spook old Bradley right here. Of course, Wentz plays God-awful this week, and they start Jalen Hurts in week four, and he plays fantastic. What would you think? I'd say he start Jalen Hurts
0: because Wentz has not been himself so far this year. I don't know what the heck's wrong with yeah. him. Last year he was phenomenal with nothing. And just this I maybe it's where there's not been a preseason, I don't know. And they start slow typically anyway, every year, so
2: yeah.
0: Could be it, but oh, here's a stat. Last time the Eagles were 0 and two, um it was when McNabb and uh Andy Reid were there and they finished the year twelve and four, went to the
1: Super Bowl. Wow. So. All right. <clears throat> We got the Houston Texans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Travis, start on this one.
2: I want to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Feel pretty confident about it. Um, Sean Watson, I take nothing away from that guy. He's a phenomenal player. He just does. He's just not in the right system right now. porter coaching and just not enough around him. Sealers are head and shoulders are better team. Houston is not gonna run the ball on that defense and that front seven, that's for sure. Sailors just have too much on offense. Although they they won last week, but that sort of disappointed me a little bit for the fact that they didn't put up more points than what they did, but that's the way it goes sometimes. But um yeah, pretty confident about Pittsburgh. Just not really a lot to say about this game, honestly, I feel like i say Pittsburgh takes, and I'm going to say 31 to I'm gonna go 14. I'm going to take the Steelers to win as well.
0: I think their defense is amazing, and um, I don't think Houston has much of a defense, but I think both offenses are pretty excellent. Uh, I don't know if you all are familiar with Deontay Johnson yet, but if you don't know him, he needs to be a household name before too long. I have him in a couple leagues, and I started him in one week, uh, one league last week, and he was great. He had thirteen targets last week, and you know how the Steelers—they're a wide receiver factory, so uh, that's a name to watch out for throughout the year. Um, I think Big Ben's back, and I think the Steelers are a legit threat in the AFC this year. So I'm gonna go with the Steelers to win this game, um, twenty-eight to seventeen.
1: I am taking Houston. What? I'm taking the Texans. Uh, I just feel like T- Steelers had three offensive linemen out last week, um, and they beat Jeff Driscoll twenty-one to sixteen. So uh, in Houston, they they lost by two touchdowns to uh, Baltimore, and they lost by two touchdowns to Kansas City.
0: Talk about a rough schedule to start the year. Houston. God, Kansas, At Chiefs, City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. Who they yeah. play next week.
1: Uh, I'll have to look that up here in a second. God, they,
0: that's a tough schedule. Yeah.
1: But uh give me Houston. I just feel like they're gonna need they need this win. Uh and I think I think Steelers are probably one of the weaker two and oh teams. They're above the Bears, but uh you say they're a weaker two and oh team? One of the weaker two and oh teams.
0: They got the best defense in the league, and they got Big Ben.
1: I just still feel like I'm taking Seattle over them. Uh, <clears throat> I'm taking Buffalo over them. I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking Kansas City. That's four teams right there. There's only 11.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't take Buffalo. They're
1: mid-pack then. at best. Green Bay, that puts them at sixth.
0: I put them on about the same level.
1: I I mean, I think Arizona would beat them.
0: Mm. I think you're discrediting that team. I think they're solid.
1: Maybe they put me wrong. I think, they but when, they, when the when <laughs> the Texans beat them, that's the one I'm gonna make a point next week. I'm gonna say, Brad Nolan, <laughs> what did I say about this game? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm taking Houston in this one. I don't know. I just it wasn't really that hard for me. I just I was like, yeah, I think Houston's gonna win it. Uh, but moving on, Jets versus the Colts. Uh, I'll start with this one. Not much to say. Adam Gase. Trash. Sam Darnold, trash. Le'Veon Bell on the bench, trash. Uh, Brashad Perryman, trash. Uh, Yeah, give me the Colts in this one pretty easy. I'm
0: taking the Colts pretty easy. They're uh, looking good this year. Uh, Defense is playing well. Offense is playing well as long as Rivers don't turn the ball over. So uh, I think the Colts will win this one. Uh, Not much to say. Uh,
2: be a blowout. I'm going to go 30 to 13. Yep, not much to say about this one on my end of the spectrum, neither. Colts should take it fairly easy this Sunday. Um, yeah, Jets are a mess, per usual. <laughs> I'll say the Colts win. I'm going to go 35
1: to uh, 13. And back to your point about earlier... The Texans, you know who they play week four?
0: I think it's the Jets,
1: ain't it? Who? Minnesota Vikings. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, that is who they play week four. And then week five, they play Jacksonville. So, it settles down just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, that's to answer your question. All right, uh, moving on to another four o'clock game. There's five four o'clock games this week. The Panthers versus the Chargers. What do y'all think about Tyrod Taylor getting his lung punctured by the doctor? Well, I guess things happen. He must have
0: been a Justin Herbert fan. Might be related to him. <laughs> I wanted to get him in there. Hey, but it worked out for the Chargers. They look good with him. So, I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game. Um, their defense looks really good. Held the Chiefs to, what, 20 points? And then a week ago, or week before that, they held the Bengals to 13 um, and then their run game is excellent. They got a two-headed monster with Eckler and Joshua Kelly, and Herbert looks pretty uh pretty solid so far. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers to win big. They're gonna win this game
2: thirty-two to sixteen. Yep. who gonna be a long Sunday afternoon at So SoFi Stadium for the Panthers? Just goodness gracious, no Christian McCaffrey. That is not good, folks. <laughs> that is not good. You better hope Graham Gano hits about twenty five field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive lines already having issues. Um It doesn't bode well. Chargers defense were considering who they were playing last week it was pretty freaking amazing if you want my opinion. That they held the offense for the Chiefs down as long as they did it was just unreal to me. And Justin Herbert finds out literally five minutes for the game he's starting. And you seen what he done. That kid played with poise and he's uh that's just one game I know, but still he looked pretty sharp, I must say. Looked like a young Travis King in Chick fil A drive thru. <laughs> Had poise
0: and Moxie there in the pocket. <laughs> Delivering chicken sandwiches
2: <laughs> <laughs> right where the customers could catch them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if the Chargers can do that to the Chiefs offense, if they show up and play like the Cable of this week, I can't even imagine what they're going to do to the Panthers. It's not going to be a pretty sight, folks. Although I will say last week in said about the Panthers, that blew my mind. The Panthers had two receivers have 100 yards receiving in the same game. Hmm. First time the team's done that since 2004. Dang. Yep, yeah, I bet y'all wouldn't have thought that, would you? Mm-mm. Who was it, Moore and Samuel? Yes. Or Anderson? It was Anderson and DJ Moore, I think. Hmm. In '04, Moose and Muhammad done it, and it was some other guy. Steve remember. Smith? Not, no, it wasn't Steve Smith. Ricky Pro? I can't hmm. remember his name. The name, when I read the name, didn't jump out at me. Hmm. But... Going back, recapping a little bit of the Panthers and Butts last week. You know, there's a few times it looked promising for Carolina, believe it or not. You know, Tampa started out with the ball, three and out. Carolina got the ball, you know, after Tampa punted it. Driving right down the field. Honestly, you looking like they might take a 7 lead. They were driving right down. What happens? Turnover. If you want my opinion, change the whole complexion of the game. Tampa scored 14 points in the first half just off turnovers alone. And then Carolina was still in and at the end. It took a Leonard Fournette breakaway run, you know, when it was, let me think here, 24-17. to 17. Yeah, because final score was 31-17. took a Leonard Fournette breakaway run to sell the deal. So, yeah, I was proud of the way, you know, Carolina honestly competed last week. To be honest with you, against that team and the firepower Tampa Bay has. I know Tampa's still trying to find their identity, but you could say the same about Carolina, too, I believe. Teddy Bridgewater. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers, though, in this one, just know McCaffrey. That's just a big issue. And the Bucs' defense is good, but I think the Chargers' defense is better. So, although I think Tampa's a better team, obviously, but I'm just – you know, defensive wise, I think Chargers are better defense, especially the ability to get after the passer and everything. But uh, I think the Chargers are going to take this one. I'm going to say 30 to 10. It's going to be a really bad
1: offensive day for Carolina, I believe. All right. I'm taking the Chargers. Um,. Regardless of who the quarterback is at starting, McCaffrey was the deal breaker for me on why I chose the Chargers. That defense is nasty.
0: I think I would have took the Chargers regardless. But McCaffrey would have had a big day, but he always has a big day.
2: Honestly, I was leaning for a pick in Carolina. thinking about this game early last week. think that would be the first win. And then look what happened, McCaffrey went down. I, think, I don't think it would be in the cakewalk, but I think they could have done it. But
1: now I don't. And then based on what I've seen the Chargers do to the Chiefs, that is it even more. I don't think Carolina's going to win. All right. Uh, 425, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Denver Broncos.
0: I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on the road. Um, if Drew Locke was playing and if Cortland Sutton wasn't out for the year, I, I might pick Denver in this game, but – that's not the case, so I'm going to go with the Bucks to win, and I think it'll be – I think they'll win it pretty convincingly. I think they'll win by two scores. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks, 27 to 17.
2: Yep, I think Tampa's going to win this game too. Would we'll be pleasantly surprised if the Broncos pulled it out. <clears throat> I give the Broncos credit for fighting through the injuries they fought through last week. Played the Steelers close in Pittsburgh, coming off a short week too. So I give those guys credit for hanging in there and being competitive, playing tough. But I just think Tampa's too much. I think week by week we're going to continue to see Tampa get better. Leonard Fournette last week ran the ball well too for Tampa. But, uh, yep, I think Tampa takes it. Um, I just – no way I can pick Jeff Driscoll over Tom Brady, folks. That's just what it really boils down to, but uh, I am gonna say Tampa wins. I am gonna go twenty nine
1: to thirteen. All right, I am taking Tampa Bay. I think pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> it's not much to say. If Locks out Sutton's out, don't really think there is much of a chance for him. Miller's out, ain't he? Vaughn Miller? Yeah.
2: yeah. he's out for the
1: season. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks for them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Uh, Detroit Lions versus the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Travis, Stardust.
0: Well. This is your division winning Detroit Lions
2: at 0-2. Uh, well. Something about the Lions and me picking them to win week three games, folks. Uh-oh, here we go. This, folks, is going to be one of the better games of the week. Um, Somehow, some way, Detroit desperate team is going to find a way to go out to the desert and get this win. It's not going to be easy, but they're going to find a way to do it off the arm of Matthew Stafford. Um, This game is going to be, if you like offense, watch this game, folks. It's going to be fireworks out in the desert. 'Cause Detroit's certainly not gonna stop the run and stop Kyler Murray. But Arizona's not gonna stop them neither. Cause Stafford's just gonna he gonna go off this Sunday. So in Detroit sorta of like Minnesota, although I think they're head and shoulders are a lot better than Minnesota, in my opinion. I think they're a desperate team. They need this more than Arizona does. Arizona needs it because. Well, they need it in a sense because they got to try to keep pace with Seattle, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But I think we all know in the end Seattle's a head and shoulders better team than Arizona. Although I love what Arizona's doing. They're up and coming. But let's just be real here. We all, I think, would agree that they're not on Seattle's level yet. So, yeah, I think Detroit's going to get take this one. And what's going to be an absolute dogfight. Um... Lions 38, Cardinals 37. Matt Prater, game-winning field
0: goal. <laughs> um, what are the chances this game ends in a tie? Because last year, Kyler Murray's first start, it was a tie against the Lions. Could happen again. That would be something. But no, I think I'm going to pick the Cardinals to win this game. They look sharp. Kyler Murray looks like another Lamar Jackson out there running around. Watching him run the football – Probably my favorite thing to watch in the NFL right now. We're just watching him take off. It's something else. Um probably my favorite player to watch that's not on the Eagles. Um he's amazing. So I I'm gonna go with the Cardinals to start the season three and oh. I do think it'll be close. Could be a tie, but I'll take the Cardinals. Um thirty
1: three to thirty. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Um I just – two different teams going in two different directions. Murray's looking good. Stafford's looking good. He just ain't got no help. Um, I mean, Detroit could easily be 2-0 and right now. What would they blow, a 14-3 lead against Green Bay?
2: Once Aaron Jones got
1: going, they just sort of – it went downhill from there, man. <laughs> so, when did Seattle become the favorites? That's leading me to my next game. Win to Seattle because no, now everyone's talking about Seattle being the favorites in that division. And before the season started, we were predicted third in many divisions.
0: I picked them to win the division. I picked them as a two seed. I'm
1: talking about as the whole media.
0: Well, they never give uh, Russell Wilson the respect. Never. Finally, starting to get some now, though I believe. How did they not think that they'd be one of the best two teams in the NFC?
1: They're definitely better than they was last year. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that leads me to my next game, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Dallas Cowboys, 425 America's Game of the Week, Prescott versus Wilson, uh, Zeke versus Jamal Adams, uh, Chris Carson versus Demarcus Lawrence, is he still playing for them? <laughs> The highest-paid defensive lineman in the game, or We're was. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his name starts with D, and he don't play D at all. Uh, so <laughs> Travis King started us.
2: Well, honestly, not a lot to say about this. Seattle's going to have their way with the Cowboys, I believe. Um, yep, yeah, going to be a long afternoon for Skip Bayless and Cowboy fans and company. Um, should be 0-2, but... It's football, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than luck and fluke and everything else under the sun to beat Seattle. I can promise in Seattle, although no fans, but still. Yep, Russell Wilson will have his way per usual. And Pete Carroll will outcoach Mike McCarthy per usual. And the Seahawks will take home the W. They'll fly that W in the Pacific Northwest Sunday afternoon. Seahawks, um, I'm going to say 37. Russell Wilson continues that tear. Cowboys, 17. This is in Seattle, right? Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the Seahawks. They're going to win. They should win it. I'm going to say pretty easy because I think Dallas's offense is really good, but yeah, how last week I picked Dallas and Atlanta have the highest scoring point total of the week. I think this week's game is for that is Seahawks-Cowboys. Um, I think Wilson puts on a show, as usual. I think Dak puts up some big numbers. Uh, he's the first quarterback in NFL history to have 400 passing yards and three rush touchdowns. I had that last week. Uh, their offense is explosive. The defense, not so much. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks to win 34-30. to 30.
1: I'm um, <laughs> taking Seattle. <clears throat> Interesting remarks made by Colin Coward who's talking about how Dallas has are better at every position group except quarterback. Um, Prescott has the better running back. Prescott has the better offensive line. Prescott has the better wide receiver core. Prescott has the better defense, which that's arguable. But uh, So anyway, and I would I would also go with Dallas having the better special teams as well with Zerline. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but at the end of the day, I believe if Seattle's winning, it's going to be because of Wilson, which it is most of the time. Uh, Man, I just tell you, Wilson's a Hall of Famer, class act, humble, always wanting to get better. He's never good enough, never good enough. He could go out there and throw 400 yards, six touchdowns, and say, I could have got seven. I mean, he's always looking for to be the next best thing, what he can do to be better. He's a he's the example of a team player. Uh, but, yeah, I hope we break Dallas's hearts. Mm-hmm. So, give me Seattle. And we're not known to blow out teams. I do think this is going to be a close one. Give me Seattle winning. 31, 24. Um, I I just can't wait to watch it. I hope we blow them out. But.
0: Um, if I was doing my early MVP candidates for this year and I had a vote, it would be Russell Wilson, number one. After that would be probably Aaron Rodgers, and then after that probably Kyler Murray. That would be how it goes. But Russell Wilson, if the season ended in week two, I would pick Russell Wilson as MVP. Yeah, I'm going to go with
1: Russell Wilson as well. And also, update, the Atlanta Braves to beat the Miami New Orleans 9-4. Travis King, what do you think?
2: Well, good. Hopefully we'll get the two seed. <laughs>
1: yep. All right, Sunday night, Packers Saints. Start us, Travis.
2: Well, <laughs> I sure do hate having to do this, but <laughs> – who said that three
1: weeks
2: in a row? <laughs> Unfortunately, we'll have to take the old cheese heads to go down to the Superdome and walk out of there with a the win. I just don't think this, the Saints are just a little bit dysfunctional right now, I believe. I laid a goose egg in Las Vegas Monday night, although I know the Raiders were fired up, opened up new arena, Coliseum, however you want to word it. Um, and Michael Thomas still... I just don't think New Orleans can stop the run at the end of the night. And as long as Mr. Rogers doesn't turn the ball over, I think the Cheeseheads walk out with a win, unfortunately. So, yeah, saddens me to say it, but Green Bay 31, New Orleans 27. You know, I got to thinking about that
0: Saints. Uh, Everybody's down on the Saints right now. And I remember saying maybe last year before that when I found out the Raiders were going to Vegas, I said Vegas is going to be that city like Miami is. Players go to that city and they're going to be surrounded by all that partying life in Vegas, the women, the drugs, the drinking, the gambling, and they'll get distracted. So maybe the Saints fell victim to that (laughs) and were the first team to experience an NFL game in Vegas. So Vegas could always have a good home home field if you think about it that way. True. So that I think that could actually been the problem. Um, I do because I think the Saints are a much better team than they showed on Monday night, and I still think they're my favorite, possibly for the NFC. It's them or Seattle, but um, I'm going. But I am going to pick the Packers to win this game due to the fact that Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind and Aaron Jones is a madman right now. Uh, Who who told you last week that Aaron Jones was going to have a big day?
1: Brad freaking Nolan. Yeah,
0: that's right, and he had 40 fantasy points. So uh, I think he will bring that back a hair this week. I think he'll have somewhere around 20 fantasy points, but um, uh, still a big day. But I'm going to go with the Packers to win, and I think they'll win it by – about a touchdown. I'm to say
1: 34-27. Well, and what I thought was a trap game, the Saints and the Raiders, um, I believe that's what it is, and I believe the Saints are going to get to it this week, work hard, and they're going to come out, and they're going to beat the Packers in a very close game, and it's going to be a good game. The NFL did a great job scheduling this as a Sunday night. Um, but I'm taking the Saints, and what I think is going to be a pretty high-scoring game, I'm going to say 34-31, Saints over the Packers. So uh, moving on to our last game, the Monday night game, and what is what many people are saying, the game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Travis, go ahead and start us.
2: Here comes the Chiefs' first loss, and possibly their only loss, in my opinion. Although I could see the Chiefs obviously winning, too. But I think Baltimore's going to have a chip on their shoulder. And, uh, you know, I just think they're going to find a way to win. And this is going to be a lot of fireworks, offensive fireworks. I can promise you one thing. Kansas City's going to put up more points. Monday night, a lot more than what we've seen them put up against the Chargers, I believe. No doubt. They'll have to to keep pace with Baltimore. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great, great game. I just think Baltimore's got more to prove and more of a chip on their shoulder. And it's at no fans, but still, it's at Baltimore. And uh, I like the Ravens. I like what I've seen out of Lamar Jackson so far this year. Patrick Mahomes, he's a stud in his own right. Didn't have his best game Sunday, but you've seen how good he was when it really mattered. You know, in clutch time, late fourth quarter, overtime. Sensational. I'm not surprised it's Patrick Mahomes. But, uh, yep, I think Baltimore takes it. What's going to be a crazy, crazy game? Field goal, Justin Tucker. 37 Ravens, 34 Chiefs.
0: Um, You know this game's going to be close because Patrick Mahomes never lost a game by more than seven points. He won his first Super Bowl before he lost a game by more than seven points. Wow. So, um, you know, it's going to be close. But I am taking the Ravens. And what might be the best game of the whole season, regular season that is, um, Monday night kind of reminds me of that Chiefs-Rams matchup two years ago on Monday night, which was insane, the point totals in that game. But um, I think I'm going to go, yeah, the Ravens in a close game. And I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people might think. I think it's going to be around – Ravens are going to get 27, Chiefs
1: 24. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Uh Ravens just got a little bit more momentum. Chiefs came out a little slow against the Chargers. And uh I believe this could be a maybe foreshadow foreshadowing a uh, AFC conference matchup.
0: Yeah, unless the Steelers don't get there.
1: <laughs> so did the Ravens and Chiefs did the Ravens and Chiefs play each other last year? Yeah.
0: I think it was week four, it was weekend, and the Chiefs dude, won. Chiefs on a Monday night? Uh, was a
1: Sunday. Game. I thought it was supposed to be at a Mexico, and they moved it to.
0: That was the uh, Rams and Chiefs uh, okay. in, that, in uh,
1: 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I
0: think the Ravens won that game. I mean, the Chiefs won that game by, I think it was two think-
1: scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was week four. Yep. You're right. Yep. Yeah, give me the Ravens in this one. Uh I I'll, I'll watch it. It'd be it's the game of the week for sure. Uh, I think it probably should have been the Sunday night, and the Packers and Saints should have been the Monday night. I'll
0: take I'll <clears throat> take it on Monday. Well, Heck yeah! The Packers be Monday night week four. though. It's probably why they I'd rather have a matchup like that on Monday. We never get good matchups on Monday.
1: I <laughs> well, said go Seattle and Dallas a primetime game. Week
2: four is a good Monday night matchup. Who's that? Atlanta, Green Bay.
1: Oh, sneaky, sneaky game. Yep, that's all we got for this week. Uh, We'll be back for week four. I'll let Brad Nolan sign us off. Well, I'm Brad freaking Nolan, Travis Keen. And I'm Nick Bell.
0: We're signing off. Shots fired. Pow, pow.